This is Ian Trottier for Discussions of Truth. Let me take a moment now and update you on the past month and a half. If you follow my program Wednesdays, typically 5 p.m. Eastern Standard, you'll uh, you'll know that there has been a gap of uh, uh, subsequent broadcasts. I have uh, this is the first uh, broadcast. I am making uh, since uh, since since late September. Uh, reason being, I attended a conference uh, in uh, Miami. Look, it was probably around May that I saw the fiasco of these Democratic-run cities: uh, Chicago, uh, Portland, Seattle, New York. The ridiculous defunding of the police departments, Austin. What's going on in L.A.? Mind-boggling to me. Just just mind-boggling and maddening. Uh, look, Black Lives Matter, folks, but so do all lives. And that's what makes this country great, is that this constitution that we've inherited is the first constitution to successfully bridge the gap between all religions, all ethnicities. Yes, it is a Christian-based government. There's nothing you can do about it. And no, you will not be abolishing this government, not while I live. You will not be taking down this country. Not as long as I'm here. Um, And the Breathe Act, B-R-E-A-T-H-E, Movement Act, whatever it is, that that the BLM uh, official organization that some of these ridiculous uh, athletes, activists are pushing, uh, this is anarchy. And it is socialism, and it will not be happening on my watch. Uh, you folks can move to Cuba. Uh, you folks can move to to China. You be my guest. I'll pay your airfare. Okay, let me set aside. So this was happening in May. Uh, and so I took a clear political stance. And... Um, and I continue to take a clear political political stance. I like to stay as bipartisan as possibly can because I support the Constitution. But now the U.S. Constitution is under attack. And there's no, no reason to change that, folks. There's no reason for the Constitution to be changed. People change. Time does not. And ultimately, each and every one of us, regardless of what whichever era one has lived in, is subject to time. Mother time, father time, however you'd like to refer to it as. The Constitution does not need to be changed. It needs to be enforced. Um, so I attended a conference in, uh, in Miami. I had been broadcasting remotely for about a year at various locations. And at this uh, conference, I met uh, with uh, Zach Forhees, former Google employee, turned Google whistleblower, blowing the whistle on a program, uh, algorithm, whatever it is, some type of software uh, called machine learning fairness. Uh, That spun into meeting the president. Uh, President Trump called me a prize fighter. We met with his daughter. Uh, We met with Kimberly Gerfoyle. These brief, brief interactions Okay, very brief interactions. Uh, met with uh, Governor Nome, Christy Nome, a couple different times for a photo op. Met with uh, Governor DeSantis. 
again, very brief moment where the governor of Florida told me that Google needs to be dismantled, folks. And opening up the door, what I'm getting at, and that is Mar-a-Lago, opening the door to what I'm getting at is tech censorship. So running with uh, the Google whistleblowing into tech censorship. That is what I have been up to the past month and a half, and therefore uh, curbing uh, the weekly programs. But on my website and on discussionoftruth.com and the various other websites the show streams on, you can hear past episodes streaming 24-7. So never any lack of information as far as in regards to what I do and what I've been doing for the past four years. Uh, starting in South Beach with the Zika virus. And now we have this COVID-19 virus, coronavirus. So let me, let, me, let me take a moment now and give you my perception, my understanding, and my view of exactly what's going on here with this virus. And I'm going to simply, and, 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 and before I do this, I want to invite you to read, um, just, just type in Zika Miami Beach, Trottier, T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R, and that will take you to the article that I wrote four years ago that describes the banking fraud that I found in regards to the Zika virus. This all equates to money, folks, economy. So I present to you um, an article that I wrote last week that sums up in different language uh, what I've been up to the past five weeks. The title of the article is FinTech, The Great Reset. And uh, the proceeding here for the next few moments will be the contents of that article. Thanks for listening. Again, this is Ian Trottier, I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, follow me on Instagram, and typically Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard, you can find me uh, live uh, at discussionsoftruth.com and or winwood1.com, Miami Radio, uh, broadcasting live, uh, typically with a, uh, a renowned guest. Uh, also, uh, early 2021, please look for uh, my book, uh, Freedom Reserved, No More Lies, Publishing House Trying Day. Uh, and I believe that can still be pre-ordered online at Barnes & Noble, I believe. Maybe wrong on that. FinTech, The Great Reset. The Frontier for Sustainable Development, Agenda 21, is financial technology. If the chaos around the 2020 U.S. presidential election outcome is any indication, folks, you see for yourself then blatantly that the Great Reset is well underway. And you can find this article at Medium uh, and just typing in my name, Ian Trottier. Folks, I urge you to, right now, direct your thoughts to a new concept, financial tyranny in form of technocracy. See researcher Patrick Wood. I now ask you to take a moment and ask yourself what the true intention of the Trilateral Commission is. Formed in 1973 by David Rockefeller, for what purpose? Well, a quote by Anthony Sutton tells you this, with a link. 
In populist political circles, the Trilateral Commission is a transparent device to achieve new world order, which sound suspiciously, suspiciously like other dictatorial world orders. From this viewpoint, trilateral are enemies of freedom and intent on gaining a monopoly of world political power for their own benefit. In 1979, Patrick Wood and Anthony Sutton co-authored a book, Trilaterals Over Washington. I'll go into Dr. Sutton's work more extensively further in the article. But as basic groundwork, it is important to know that the words finance and technology help one understand the motives of the concept of technocracy and therefore the intentions behind what we are seeing come to light in 2020 as the Great Reset. Again, as a result of this COVID-19 pandemic, or other, what others refer to as a pandemic, is the virus a hoax? Uh, certainly, I certainly, uh, uh, I certainly uh, 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 came to a conclusion that the Zika virus, in many ways, was a media hoax. 2016. Led by China today, the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership, RCEP, a major global economic pact, has just been reached. The world has long been formed into geoeconomic sections by the European-based banking cartel that runs and control her trade and shipping lanes. But that aside, as I quickly digress, how does a political election equate to global economy? For example, very simply, follow the money. The question you should be asking yourself is, who is behind it? Who is behind the Great Reset, that is? Who, pun intended, WHO, all capitals, and Agenda 21 written subsequently come as no coincidence either, just as it is no coincidence that Rockefeller donated the land that the United Nations sits on at the base of Murray Hill in Manhattan, nor is there coincidence that David Rockefeller, former chairman and CEO 1969-1980 of Chase Manhattan Bank, brokered the deal. Construction began August 6, 1968, with the New York Port Authority for the Twin Towers, the land where one World Trade Center currently sits. Folks, money leaves a trail. Rockefeller was no slouch, however. He had a BA from Harvard, studied a year at the London School of Economics, and had a MA and PhD from University of Chicago, of course. He was born into incredible wealth, and so much that his grandfather's company was dismantled for being illegal in the U.S. He monopoly, the Standard Oil Company. And, of course, J.D. was the largest donor to the establishment of the creation of the University of Chicago. Yes, the same school David earned his degrees from, founded in 1890 by a $600,000 grant from the J.D. Rockefeller and a $400,000 grant by his close associate, the American Baptist Education Society. J.D. was a Baptist and, in fact, speaking of China purchased the Peking Union Medical College, a la COVID-19. Hmm. Okay, that is, you know, that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a far stretch, but I'm throwing it out there. In 1915, via the Rockefeller Foundation. From the London Missionary Society, the China Medical Board was created by J.D. Rockefeller and his foundation a year earlier. Let me repeat that. So, summary, 1912, Standard Oil dissolved. Due to U.S. antitrust laws, 1913, the Rockefeller Foundation was established. In 1913, also, the U.S. Federal Reserve Central Bank was established. In 1914, J.D. Rockefeller found, created the Chinese Medical, Chinese Medical Board. And in 1915, they purchased the Peking Medical College in China. They have been in the medical industry, they being the Rockefeller Foundation, for well over 100 years. That opens quite a few doors for David to step through. 
in the subsequent years, that is, after 1915. And it grows many branches for the UN tree to hang its various hats on. So what does Donald Trump call the COVID-19? Well, he calls it the China virus, doesn't he? Is it possible it could be the Rockefeller virus, a new world economic order virus? Any coincidences? Let me then insert this. If the Rockefeller have a 100-year plan, as they do, and it is public information for global health care, that was officially released in 2013. You can click a link. Is it possible they began investing in Chinese health in 1914 to divert money away from Europe? World War I started the same year, 28th of July, 1914. And speaking of world wars, it was Rockefeller gasoline that fueled the Luftwaffe as planes dropped bombs on London. Banking conundrum. If you think like and act like a monarchy without borders, I think not. So, I'll say this before I proceed. Health. Did I mention the University of Chicago is a renowned medical institution? The Rockefeller Foundation own a patent on the Zika virus. I remember that well. I will republish this link in a later paragraph, but click it now to understand why I write what I do. Again, this is found on Medium under author Ian Trottier. That's I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R. Donald J. Trump took office in 2016, not a friend of the Paris Agreement, nor the Trans-Pacific Partnership, nor NAFTA. Is there method behind what many see as Trump's brash political moves or his madness? Has his 2020 re-election been hijacked? From Russian collusion to the impeachment hearings to the global coronavirus pandemic, his presidency, if not having been under a systematic attack since day one, has seen perhaps more domestic challenges of any U.S. president of recent history. Why? Well, let's suggest this. For his resentment of the new world economic order that is aiming to take shape over global power. That clearly moves to abolish the United States of America as we know it and recreate it, a la Black Lives Matter, but a joke, as a simple nation state that is subject to the orders and moves of the totalitarian central banking government cartel, a la George Soros and Maine Cogged, that reigns behind the neutral banks of the politically modest Switzerland, okay? So, so conceptualize that as you listen, folks. Allah, families like the Rockefeller and or Bush, puppets of the New World or economic bankers, you may now revisit the Skull and Bone Society of Yale University through the publications of Dr. Anthony Sutton. I invite you to do so. A former Stanford Hoover fellow, Sutton was. Thus, is it accurate to state that Donald Trump is no friend of a one world order and that he is a friend of a great, strong, free, and independently thriving United States of America? What a concept, people. How one nation with a just constitution, with freedoms for all religions, for all walks of life, for all ethnicities, to thrive, coexist, cooperate and simply love one another and get along. No one has done it any better, folks. No one has ever done it any better than we have here in the United States. So, it was Dr. Peter Beter, former JFK advisor and appointed general counsel for the Export-Import Bank of the United States in 1961-1967 that accused the Rockefeller brothers of selling the gold deposited in Fort Knox to the IMF. Listen to his audio file. 
Link included. Yes, if Peter's testimony is accurate, there is no gold in Fort Knox, and the American public have been hoodwinked. Here's an important notion to consider. The U.S. Federal Reserve, though only federal in name, it is a private non-government agency, claims in 2020 to have zero gold. Just the same, the U.S. Treasury in 2020 claims they have no gold. That means the U.S. currency traded at all stores, shops, circulating in the pockets of the American people has zero value. Well, in regard to gold or silver, yes, that statement would be true. Some would call it a fiat currency. So then why abolish the gold standard? Because there is no gold, period, in reserve. In 2020, America is in a $26 trillion federal debt, and it has no treasury to pay it down. So who, there's that who again, who is it in debt to, folks? I heard Donald Trump address small crowds at Trump National Doral in 2015 as an independent politically. I took my then-girlfriend, a woman of Indian, Asia, ancestry, American-born, I guess, Georgia, with me. She was a resident at the University of Medical, University of Miami Medical School at the time. Trump garnered the interest of all ethnicities and races. His movement grew, and he later ran for president on the Republican ticket. Yes, this woman, girlfriend of mine at the time, was a minority. She was non-Caucasian, if you will, non-white. And, for that matter, so was my ex-wife. I was married to a Mexican woman, as it, may, as it happens. Yet, Trump supporters like me are quickly called racists, aren't we? As a neutral political conservative thinker, I applaud Trump's stance as an independent. I will get back to that Trump Doral a bit later, as it does re-enter the work I am doing in 2020. Again, I host the weekly online radio talk show, Discuss Your Truth, a program we heard typically on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Select recast episodes stream 24-7. Winwood1.com. So why has the Trump presidency seen such immense challenges culminating to current movement, a debacle, it's been 19 days now, in outcome of November 3rd national voting, still rife with turmoil today? And this was last week, so Sunday, November 15th. Because he has and is a target. A target by those that oppose his motivation to make America independently great again. I argue to make it truly independent once and for all. Simple crumb to chew on, if you will. George Washington owned shares in the Bank of England during the American Revolution. Type it into your Google search or Yahoo search or whatever engine you choose. For a few years now, I have been writing about Dr. Anthony Sutton, a former Stanford Hoover fellow. He spoke to a political subcommittee in Miami Beach in 1972. I see an early article of mine here that describes how I was led from researching Zika to what I accused to be a corrupt banking organization in the United States led via the Rockefeller Foundation. And of course, I circle back to Dr. Sutton's research and claims. Allah, again, repeating University, Yale University and the Skull and Bone Society. Read Deliberate Dumbing Down of America by Charlotte Eisovit. Either way, com slash Zika dash Miami dash Beach should take you to the article that explains what led me from 
the Zika virus, patent owned by the Rockefeller Foundation to banking corruption, international banking corruption, well, but certainly through America. After the 1972 delivery in Miami Beach, Sutton was reprimanded upon return to Palo Alto for linking Wall Street to the perpetual buildup of the Soviet Union, starting with the 1917 Bolshevik Revolution, more or less hinging on post-World War I. Disclosed by Sutton's research are other important items to the health of the American Republic, such as the fact that under leadership of Prescott Bush, yes, the father and grandfather of two former U.S. presidents now, Union Bank financed Nazi Germany. Union Bank, yes, essentially in most regard, equal to representing Wall Street. The bank's assets were seized by the United States government on October 20th, 1942, during World War II under the U.S. Trading with the Enemy Act and Executive Order Number 9095. Prescott Bush was not only one of the bank's seven directors, he was a founding, founding member, folks. International banking hinges its profits, making on wars, making on wars and creating wars. Controlling geographic natural resources has been the greed that drives man's hunger to feed himself and control masses, doesn't it? That ugly head surfaces itself in form of the cheapest labor known to man, slavery. 2020, being no stranger to it, regardless of what the Marxist BLM movement may have you think, Biden seems to be a puppet of the communist globalist agenda. Same goes for the meshed BLM Antifa revolutionary movements. Hence, the millions of American Latinos from countries like Cuba and Venezuela, mainly, that are incredibly opposed to the current DNC and BLM Antifa statue removal, defunding the police department's history, leading peaceful movements. These people are anything but peaceful. I can testify to that personally. Keeping the weak subservient is the goal. Taking away rights makes you weaker and thus a subservient sheep. Caution as you walk blindly to your slaughter. Or as one gentleman put it to me this summer, take off your mask. Okay, now let me get back to 1917 Europe. A wolf. Where a world war, a war of the world. Rome has controlled Europe for a couple thousand years in form of religion, folks. Take a step back and realize why and how the United States was developed in the first place. The word Catholic itself means universal, embracing all things. Okay, not to distract you. Get back to the money. Yes, banking. Right. Yes, thank you, Ian. Follow the money. How large the profit margin, says he who controls the global world conflict. Imagine such ingenuity. For instance, if I funded both Spain and England at the heights of the empirical, their empirical reigns, regardless of the difference in language, I own them on a common thread, don't I, through religion. So they fight each other over natural resources and land, yet as their people pay their taxes and tithes, they all trickle right back down to... Rome. Is that a coincidence? Very little in life when it comes to global government is, per testimony of Dr. Sutton, such clever planning in as much in that very way is done so by applying the Hegelian dialectic to conflict Frederick Hegel. German philosophy. Read that again if you need to, folks, or listen to it again. It's well worth to do so, whereas as a neutral banker, i.e., 
typically political neutral Switzerland. You will thus fund both sides of a conflict, even if that means you finance both friend and foe. And if you design your war with such caution, your chess pawns will busy themselves fighting and killing each other and blooding a land that is more or less irrelevant to your momental well-being as the hidden strings disguise your neutral whereabouts geographically. And if you've designed your safety well enough, it is a war crime, or be it contrary to rules of engagement to even consider your geographic location as any type of hazard to either of the war armies, for you control and fund both all of the military regimes. Step now outside of Switzerland and into the sovereign neutral land of the Vatican. Take a breath and consider your current state of well-being. Is your God conflict neutral? Hmm. Let the concept sink into your psyche for a moment. If your bottom line is simply making money, you set aside all morality, you set aside all values, you get aside, you set aside any constitutional value. And in case of Prescott Bush, you set aside your very own republic or rather, Union Bank. What measures would you take to control the world if you could? There's an article by Anton Chaikin that I include here in this medium article. Please click it, visit it. It will give you a new look on the role the Bank of England played in the pawning of Prescott Bush and the Republic from which he stood. And yes, that's the same Bank of England I mentioned in context with George Washington. Does the famous 1901 speech, 1991 speech by George H.W. Bush where he mentions a new world order ring a bell. Flip over a U.S. dollar bill, folks. There you'll see the phrase itself, Novus Ordo Seclorum, only that's the version of Latin. So ask yourself, why does a Latin phrase appear on the currency of an English-speaking country? Because make no mistake about it, all financial roads lead to Rome. Or Africa, I suppose, if you're involved in the BLM movement. would be my guest. <clears throat> And on that road, you travel, go through the city of London or Corporation of London where the Bank of England is housed, then through the Swiss mountains, that article above by Anton Chaikin will whet your understanding. The monarchy, the head of the monarchy of the UK must ask permission, folks, to meet with the Lord Mayor who resides over the city of London. Why? Because the city of London a.k.a. Corporation of London, is a sovereign banking entity to the rest of the UK, meaning it is not part of the UK, but it geographically occupies land. That otherwise would be known as the UK, but it is not because it is sovereign. William the Conqueror, 1066, was unable to conquer London. This is all fact, folks. And still fact in 2020. So as you read my past articles, which I encourage you to do, uh, you will see how I equate economics and technology. So what is or are the parallels to a communist Marxist type of government to a central banking architecture? That is where the title of this article comes into play and in that the product is the concept fintech or financial technology. One can contest that central banking is communism. And if I take away your gold standard as Richard Nixon allowed in 1971, then I completely devalue your currency and I make it worthless. And I have done so, Richard Nixon, since 1971. 
Now, if I can move your transactions to a digital format and do so by making your physical being and energy the new gold standard, then I make you a slave into and unto yourself and your country, or rather your banking system that controls your country. Stop wasting your time with your silly Black Lives Matter movement. Regardless of your ethnicity, you are becoming a slave, an economic slave, regardless of the language you speak, religion you practice, regardless of your skin color, you are already an economic slave and you're becoming more so if you allow digital currency and cryptocurrency to control you. So, Trump National Doral, October 2020. I flew into town for a conference, revealing the name of that as being Amfest. Such speakers as Dr. Simone Gold, RFK Jr. Uh, wasn't there. Christy Nome, Dinesh D'Souza, and Matt Goetz, Gates, pardon me, Matt Gates, scheduled to appear at the conference. I met up with two former guests on the program, as I had mentioned earlier, one a whistleblower for Google, his employment with the company led this person to conduct a fundraiser for a lawsuit that has drawn attention to the company and in general big tech censorship, um, which is, of course, an incredibly alarming and concerning, should be concerning thing across this country. So through my efforts of the two weeks that followed the AmpFest conference, conference, the whistleblower and I were led to the presence of U.S. President Donald Trump and his daughter, Location, uh, Trump Doral, uh, October 15th. Why was I so passionate about drawing as much attention to the president about this whistleblower? Well, because of FinTech. A few words back, I just drew a parallel to, digi- to digital currency and communism. A main cog to what wheel, in my view, is through censorship over the masses. Teaching, instructing, and telling you how to think. And again, it's all based on the fact that the currency has no weight in gold. Uh, there is no precious gold standard. The standard is you and your information and what you feed the computer. That's the new gold standard if you allow it. So, folks, you become the product. You become enslaved. The information you input in the system becomes the gold value. There's a saying, as I understand in Silicon Valley, if the product is free, you are the product. In other words, if you are not paying for it, you become the product. Uh, search for Microsoft crypto- cryptocurrency patent W zero or excuse me W O two zero two zero zero six zero six zero six, which was awarded in February, uh, if I recall correctly, uh, and it mines off of human energy, like kinetic energy, like uh, watches that you can wear on your wrist that aren't solar. They don't operate by a, a conventional battery. They operate off of the energy in your body and your wrist when you move your bones, your muscles, you move your limbs, you move your body. Microsoft, quote, says energy collected from human beings could create efficient mining, end quote. My efforts in October to mine me led me to various engagements to exploit the whistleblowing, which for the past year hadn't gained much of any traction for Zach, uh, to various high-functioning engagements in South Florida. That included private gatherings, which well, with well-connected individuals, individuals including Pam Bombing, former guest on the, my program, Audrey Pruitt of New Journey Pack. However, perhaps the most effective event came in form of a dinner at Mar-a-Lago where I uh, met, uh, we met uh, Governor Ron DeSantis 
And in private, he mentioned to me, as I've mentioned opening the show, that we must, he said, quote, he must dismantle Google. So folks, this is about saving our republic. This is about our freedom, our liberty, our justice, more important, our freedom. This is about saving our constitution. This is about making America great, but most importantly, it is about making her independent, truly financially independent for the first time, in my view, perhaps in her history, but definitely since the battles of President Andrew Jackson, who fought to destroy these international banking schemes. Yes, Abraham Lincoln too, and yes, JFK. These great men lost their lives trying to make America financially independent. As long as we allow the 1913 Federal Reserve Act to stand, folks, we are all, regardless of religion, race, language, color, creed, ethnicity, we are all enslaved to this masterminded financial system that is actively controlling the reins of our beloved USA. We are currently a divided country. There's no make no make, make no mistake about it. We are, a, however, a largely blinded country. I put very little hope that Joe Biden has any type of clue as to what he is truly dealing dealing with. It, 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 it his notions are are same same seem rational. You know, he wants unification. He wants these things, but unfortunately, doing so uh, uh, is it, destroying the middle class, folks. It destroys the economy. <clears throat> Again, these are my, my views. Uh, it is apparent to me that he is a puppet of the communistic globalist that aimed to destroy this country. The global order as pushed by hidden strings is a welcoming and good thing to people of this type of thinking, a la Kamala Harris. They do not see what is truly at stake in the America. They do not see, uh, apparently, they do not see the, uh, the freedoms... Uh, being being taken, being stripped from the people, from the masses. Even the masses don't see it, do they? Even the masses don't see it. So they do not see the freedoms being taken. They see the power of money. They see technocracy. They see technological advances. They see an alignment to the global system as building their own personal family wealth. They don't see the small entrepreneur as the means to make the world go round. I allow middle class. They see the large mega corporations as the means to global peace. They are confused in their own blindness, folks. Regardless of your political affiliation, I say, regardless of your political affiliation, you must stand for the United States Constitution and you must stand for American freedom. It is greater than any that has ever stood for man. You must see past any type of aisle divide and fight for the inalienable right to all man's natural life, liberty, and right of pursuit of happiness. If Trump is unsuccessful, that is, if he is not a puppet of the globalists, as I can test that he's not, if his campaign is unsuccessful, again, in proving what I have good reason to believe is clear voter fraud and 2020 election manipulation, see this 1976 article published in, again, this article from Medium that I'm presenting to you at the moment, then that means that you, America, you are America's only answer and you must act now to save her and avoid the globalist agenda of the technocratically based financial reset. Thanks for listening, folks. And again, um, we are in unprecedented times. Um, we have not seen any of the like, uh, certainly, uh, in the past, well, certainly in, 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 in the past three or four generations, 
But this is now a global, this is now a global issue. But America remains the last hope for freedom for the country. Uh, I will return to my weekly shows soon. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram to keep up to date with the guests that I have lining up. I appreciate your support. There's a lot moving. There's a lot going on. I'll be attending another conference here coming up in a few weeks. Um, And I simply do my best to fight for your rights and your happiness and your freedoms. And please do contribute and donate to the work that I do. Again, you can find all links and information at iantrottier.com. That's I-A-N-T-R-O-T-T-I-E-R.com. And I always look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.